Hello, and welcome to another episode of Music and Vibes. I'm your host, Kiana W. Mitchell. I hope you guys are having an amazing day and enjoying your week. This week has been amazing, and also last week, because we had two special days in the Mitchell house, and they came up this, well, last week. And no, it's not my birthday. That also was a very special day, but that was on February 3rd, Super Bowl Sunday. However, last week, we had two birthdays to celebrate. Oh, yeah, let's throw in Valentine's Day. Now, you can see that in our house, February is a busy month for us. I don't know, but for some reason, all the girls in our home are either born in February or March. And then you have my husband and Micah, who have birthdays in April and August. So, on last Wednesday, my daughter Kennedy turned 13 years old, and that was on February 13th. I can't even believe that my baby is turning 13. I don't even know how to process that. Like, I literally can still remember the exact moment when she was born and how small she was, because she was only five pounds. And now to see her growing up to be such a beautiful and smart young woman is just so overwhelming. And to be honest, for me, it's really hard to adjust to her turning 13. You know, my brain cannot even process that my Kennedy is turning 13, or has turned 13. Kennedy told me that the only thing that she wanted for her 13th birthday, yes, I asked her what she wanted because 13 is such a special age. You're turning from like a preteen to a teen. So I was like, Kennedy, what do you want? And she said, Mommy, the only thing that I really want for my birthday is a Frappuccino from Starbucks. Now, I was a little apprehensive about giving her a Frappuccino for her birthday because I don't want to be the person who gets my child addicted to, like, coffee and caffeine. But, you know, after some thought, I decided that one Frappuccino on her 13th birthday should be okay. I mean, it's not like we are asking a lot. It's not like she wants to do anything else we are just going to go to starbucks and that's what we did we went to starbucks on her birthday and we got her a frappuccino and it was funny because she was so excited i think she ordered a triple mocha something anyway she was so excited about it and she was like oh i have a frappuccino and so that worked out well then of course the very next day was valentine's day so my daughters always expect me to buy them something for valentine's day i kind of started this when Kristen and Micah and my stepson and my stepdaughter were younger. So on Valentine's Day, I would go. It depends. Sometimes I would buy them a little bear, some pencils, candy. Or other times I would get them like a mug and put like candy and stuff in it and then give them a bear. So that is when it started. And it started then. But then it was cute toys and they were inexpensive. And it was nice things that kids liked. So as they got older, you know, I got them bigger stuff because they weren't getting older. However, since they were two different age groups, I just decided, okay, so if I just get everybody a bear or some kind of stuffed animal and candy every single year, that should work for the younger kids and that should work for the older kids. And that's what I did for the longest. So this year, my kids had me walking in Walmart and they were like, they saw this bear that they wanted. Now I'm gonna say it was a huge bear. You know like those big bears that even I could sit in? Yeah, it was a big bear. And it was like 20 bucks. So they're all like, Mom, can we have this bear for 20 bucks? I'm just like, really? Okay, just in case you couldn't figure this out, people, I am very frugal. My kids like to call me cheap. Whatever you call it, I prefer to save money. I'm happier when I have money than when I spend money. So I'm a frugal person. I don't like to spend. And 
I was thinking about it. I almost did it, but then I asked them. I was like, well, if I buy you guys a big bear for $20, can you all share it? And they told me no. They were not willing to share. So after hearing that, I was like, you know what? We are not getting a big bear. That is way too much. Because, I mean, it's not bad for one child. But when you have three kids, that is like 60 bucks. I can't see myself. I can't even think about it. I can't even fathom the thought of me spending $60 on bears. Then they still expected me to buy them candy. They wanted me to buy them flowers. I was like, no, 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 no. Anyway, we didn't do any of those things. So what I decided to do is um, got some gift cards. So And they were with me in the store. So like on um, well, the day before Valentine's Day, on Kennedy's birthday, the 13th, I went into the store because I usually get my husband something for Valentine's Day. And he had already told me he didn't want a card. He wanted something to eat. So, of course, that just leaves, okay, well, it's in the middle of the week. This weekend, he had to work. He won't have time to go out. How about I just get him a gift card? So, I went to the store to buy him a gift card. And while I was there, I had my aha moment, like, why don't I just give the girls a gift card? Because they were, like, with me. So, it didn't make sense to try to buy them a bear or flowers or candy. They were standing right there. So, I just got three gift cards along with my husband's. I put money on it. And I got, it was funny, because I got a gift card with flowers on it, another one said thank you, and then another one had hearts on it. And so I gave it to them, and I was like, okay, well, they were there. So I just said, girls, this is your Valentine's gift. Hold, you can either spend it today or hold on to it for tomorrow. Whatever, here's your gift. Happy Valentine's. So then I gave Kennedy her, they gave her the flowers, and said, here are your flowers that you like, that you wanted. Happy Valentine's Day. And then... One of the cars said, thank you. So I said, I gave it to, I think, Megan. I was like, thank you for being such an awesome kid. And then another one that I think it had smiley faces or hearts or something. I was like, I love you from the bottom of my heart. Or you make me smile. Something like that. And I gave it to Dawson. And she was excited. So I'm thinking this might be a new tradition. If I just give them gift cards and they can buy whatever they wanted. And that works. So we're happy with that. I think that's a new tradition. I'm still trying to talk them into letting me celebrate Valentine's Day the day after Valentine's Day, which would be the 15th, because everything is 50% off. That makes so much sense. So I could buy them cards, the big cards for like $3, $1.50. They kept all the candy they want really, really cheap. I'm still working on that. But for right now, they want to celebrate on the 14th. So we'll see how that works out. Anyway, what do you guys think about that? Like on Valentine's Day, what are some of your special traditions or things that you do for your spouse or significant other? If you have a special tradition that you did on Valentine's Day, just go to Music and Vibes, go to the Facebook page, and leave me a message telling me about your special Valentine's Day tradition. Now, I know that Valentine's Day is gone. It was last week. But you know what? I think that the things that we do on Valentine's Day are like seeds of love, and we're showing people that we love them. And I think it's something we should talk about all year long not just on one day but we should love and show these things all year long so even though valentine's day has gone and it was last week i still want to hear from you so if you have a special valentine's day tradition or something special that you did for your spouse or significant other or even your kids last week i want to hear about it so Go to Music and Vibes, the Facebook page, leave me a message, and tell me about your special Valentine's Day tradition. I can't wait to hear from you.
Today on the podcast, I would like to talk about the dangers of comparing our spouse or significant other to someone else. I think the majority of us, if not all of us, who are either married or in relationships have compared our spouse or significant other to someone else. Now, whether you wanted your spouse to dress like someone else or buy you flowers like Jane Doe's husband or cook for you like John Doe's wife cooks for him, all of us have found ourselves guilty at one time or another comparing our spouse with someone else. Now, I know it seems like such an innocent thing to do, but in actuality, it is a very dangerous thing to do, and it can be destructive to your marriage or relationships. Okay, I know right now you are probably giving me crazy looks or even screaming at me and saying, how is this dangerous? I know, it seems like such a far-fetched idea that comparing your spouse with other people could be so dangerous, but it is, and this is why. How many of you have Facebook? Okay, my hand's being raised, and I know you have Facebook. And I know everyone listening to me has either has Facebook or knows someone with a Facebook account. I mean, even my aunts, who are like 84 and 85, have Facebook accounts. So I'm just going to go out there on a limb and assume that you have a Facebook account. Now, how many of you have had one of those days when you were having a good day? I mean, life was, couldn't be greater. The sun was shining. You were happy. Everything was going great. And then you decided to check your Facebook page. Now, when I say you were ha- every, it was a good day, I mean, it was one of those days when you were happy with life. Like you loved your job. You had a great day at work that day. You were happy with what your finances were looking. And you were happy with your husband, wife, or a spouse or significant other, you were just having an amazing day. And then you decided to go on Facebook with just a few minutes just to check things out. It could have been while you were on the phone, on a long distance call, or while you're waiting. Maybe you're at the store waiting in a line. I don't know. Maybe you're at a car to stoplight. Okay, I hope you weren't doing that because I've done that before. Not a good idea to do that. So yeah, let's say that wasn't a scenario. But give or take, let's just say you had a few minutes to look at Facebook. And while you were on Facebook, you saw that someone just bought a huge home. And then another person was just promoted to CEO. And then someone else was telling about the fairy tale romance that they had. And then someone else won the lottery. <laughs> okay, now I'm exaggerating a little bit here, but you get my point. You were happy with your life at first until you started to compare it to the lives of other people. Now the same concept is true for our relationships and marriages. I think that it's safe to say that the majority of us are in marriages or in relationships where we are happy. Our marriage and relationships are not perfect by any means, and we have problems and arguments and things we need to deal with and work through, but we know for the most part that we are loved and that we are in love with our spouse. So right now, we are happy with our relationships the way that they are for the most part. Now, there are some things, like I always say, we could tweak and work on, but other than that, we're good. Let me just use myself as an example to demonstrate my point. So, let's say I love my husband and I'm happy with our marriage, which is true, by the way. And then one day I talk to Sarah, hypothetical person. I don't know any Sarahs, so I'm not talking about anybody. And Sarah tells me that her husband sings to her every night when she comes home from work and that he constantly sends her text messages complimenting her. So then I, being the romantic person that I am, I began to compare my husband to what Sarah's husband is doing. And by the end of the conversation, I am no longer happy with my marriage because I have made myself unhappy by comparing myself 
in my marriage but someone else's like I might say something like oh really well my husband does the same to me at night oh he does this but my husband doesn't do that oh he could compliment me I was really looking good the other day but you see how this is going it's like I will begin to compare myself that is why this is so dangerous now the dangerous thing about comparing your spouse to someone else is that you miss or you just totally ignore all of the good things that your spouse is doing. You begin to take him or her for granted and you slowly begin the process of not accepting them for who they are. This is why I'm telling you again, it is so dangerous to compare your spouse to other people. Now the funny thing about comparing our spouse to other people is that just like Facebook, people only put up what they want you to see. Now who's to say that what is being portrayed is actually real. Let's go back to my illustration about Sarah. Yes, Sarah's husband may do all of those wonderful things, but for the sake of the story, let's just say, Sarah's husband has a problem with not being faithful and that their marriage is struggling. You never know what people are dealing with in their relationships. So even though we might see the quote unquote good side of their marriage, you never know what's going on behind closed doors. There's an old proverb, we all know it, and it goes something like this. It says, the grass is greener on the other side, or the grass is always greener on the other side. Now, I looked at the meaning of this saying, and it literally means that veins other people have, or their situations, always look better than your own, even when they are not. This content goes along with what we talked about last week on the podcast. If you have not heard last week's podcast, please, Go back and listen to that episode entitled Happy. And you can find all of the podcast um, episodes on iTunes and the course you're listening to Music and Vibes. But go back and listen to Happy if you missed that episode. Because that episode talked about taking your spouse for granted. So instead of taking our spouse for granted, it goes along with this theme because this is how we can take our spouse for granted. We can take them for granted by comparing them with other people. So let's say in my situation, no, my husband doesn't say to me, he never has, unless he's playing around with music. But I mean, it's not like he's sitting down serenading me. However, he cooks. Sometimes he cleans the house at times when he has time, he watches the kids. I mean, there are things that he does that lets me know that he loves me. There are things that are only things that Chris does. And what he does to show me love is not always what someone else's husband is going to do to show him love. What you, To show me love or them love. You know what I'm saying. Um, what your husband does to show you love is not what your friend's husband is going to do to show her love. What your wife does to show you love is not the same thing that your friend's wife is going to do to show him love. What I'm saying is we all married individuals. Each individual have a love language and a way to show us love. And I feel that sometimes by comparing them or trying to make them into what we quote unquote want them to be, is showing them that we don't accept you. We don't really appreciate who you are or what you're doing. We don't value you. And that is the last thing that we wanna do. So this week, I want you to make a promise that we are going to accept our spouses for who they are and that we are going to do this so that we can give them the gift of acceptance. We're gonna do this because we don't know what's happening behind someone else's closed doors, but we know that in our houses, things are okay. So we're gonna stop the comparing, and we're gonna start the accepting, and love our spouse and appreciate them for who they are, because that is what it's all about. Marriage is not about an idea and we making a person we married 
fit the mold or idea that we think they should be. It's about accepting them for who they are. They, their personality may not be in your quote unquote mind, like the ideal person or whatever, but they're the person that, first of all, I strongly believe they're the person that God gave you, they're the person that you chose as well. So you owe it to them and you owe it to yourself and you owe it to your marriage and your kids and your family to accept them for who they are because you wouldn't like it if your husband compared you to somebody else or if your wife was always thrown up in your face you don't do this like someone else so if we expect the love and acceptance and respect we need to give it to our spouse or our husband or our wife or our significant other we need to give them the love and acceptance that we want because that is what it's about marriage is about accepting the person you marry loving them for who they are and seeing how they love you and how you love them and growing together that's what it's about learning each other and growing together and i don't care how long you've been married there's always something new to learn about your spouse there's always something new to appreciate always something new to love so that is what i want to do i want us to pinky promise and make a bet not a bet just promise each other and just say you know what we are in this for the long haul we are not going to compare and do anything to destroy our marriage or make our spouses feel like they are less than because we're constantly comparing them to someone else so we are going to accept them the way they are and love them just like we want them to love us now the song that i'm going to play today is called he cheated on me and i felt the song was appropriate because it talks about how from the outside looking in it looks like this couple has it all her husband does all this stuff for her but then when you once you get to like the issues in a marriage you see is not all what it's cracked up to be so let's appreciate what we have and not compare it to anyone else all right well without further ado here's the song he cheated on me hope you enjoy he says my name and he's always buying me things it's plain to see that he really By saying, give me flowers and writing of notes. The words that he says always used to make my day. Looking from the inside out, it seems like we are happy. But what people don't even know is that he cheated on We're keeping up appearances Things are not what they seem He really, really, really hurt me Looking from the inside out It seems 
Before I end the podcast, I would like to thank Anique Music for their continued support of Music and Vibes. Anique Music is a publishing company that represents all of the songs heard here on the podcast. Now, all of the songs are copyrighted and they're written by me, Kiana W. Mitchell. Now, for more information on Anique Music, go to musicandvibes.com. I also would like to encourage you to take a few minutes today to go to iTunes and leave a review for the show. And while you are there, go ahead and subscribe to the podcast if you have not already done this. If you are enjoying the podcast as much as I enjoy spending time with you, then please share this podcast with your friends and family. Now, I'm also going to go and try to remember to put the handle to the Music and Vibes Facebook page in the show notes so that you can have easy access and a way to contact me. As always, thank you for being so amazing. And until next week, I hope that you have a wonderful and amazing week. All right, I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. My love for you, it will never end. I ain't going